Hello, this is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome to episode 11 of our continuing coverage of The Witcher 3 here on Video Games Cover to Cover. And things might get a little interesting. Andrew and I are both incredibly exhausted at the moment. Yes, so if we're a little slap happy, that's probably why. So again, if we start yelling about doo-doo and laughing a bunch... That's probably the reason. I mean... Also because we're extremely immature, but but that too. <laughs> so, I want to start off by saying, this is the one with Yennefer, part, part two. Do. <laughs> Do. So happy. Immediate, I'm like, okay, I'm done with all this Lambert stuff. I'm done with this Black Pearl dementia guy that I'm still upset about. Yeah, that was a real downer. But what I am happy about is... This cataclysmic event, because it's something <laughs> that Yennefer is interested in, and it's probably Siri, but realistically, it's mostly just because it's, you know, Yennefer's. I like Siri, too. I, she's my daughter, <laughs> but my primary concern is Yennefer right now. You know, I, I, just, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I love that your response to, wow, this was a cataclysmic event is, I'm so excited for that. It's, it, you know, for my, I don't know if anyone died. I don't think they did. Maybe. I am pretty sure some people did. That was something, that was different though. That was after. <laughs> I think. But you get there and Yennefer's like, I'm Yennefer. I'm amazing. And I'm like, yes, you are. I love you, dude. Um, This is what she's using the mask for because you get there and that druid guy super ticked at her for stealing it. And apparently the mask allows you to look through time. The whole story about how it was created was actually kind of romantic in a sense. Yeah, it was interesting. Although I'm really curious why it would have destroyed like, oh, well, the gods are like, if anybody uses this mask, we're going to come destroy the island. I'm like, that seems... A little harsh, but all right. <laughs> so I think basically what happened is the sea killed one of the gods' wives or something. Yeah. Why the sea? And I'm assuming that means Poseidon, potentially. Uh, well, so with the sea, I mean, it, um, in North mythology, I don't remember who it is. It's not Poseidon. That's Greek. Oh, well, who knows with any of these people? But basically, this dude's wife dies, so he creates this mask that he knows he can only use once. But if he uses the mask, it allows him to peer into the past. And essentially, he's only going to use it when it becomes so unbearable for him for missing his wife that he just wants to see her one last time. Um, And apparently he never did. And I guess he never used it. Presumably, he never used it because it was foretold that if the mask was ever used, it would like we're talking 40 days and 40 night flood here. Yeah, like, essentially. Like a truly apocalyptic natural disaster. So, of course, we use the mask. Of course. And we're like, oh, the druid can handle it. Whatever. <laughs> of course, it starts raining. And I'm like, ooh. And I notice it has not stopped raining in Skellige. Since then. Since then. Ew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, there's a couple negative points for Yennefer. But again, she is doing this for the sole purpose of finding Siri, who she's doing it because she wants to find Siri, but the rest of the world really wants us to find Siri because if Wild Hunt finds Siri, the rest of the world is super dead. 
Yeah, it's going to be a real bad time. So realistically... Because the Wild Hunt wants to use Ciri's amazing teleport ability so they could get anywhere and murder at any point. Yes, Yennefer is doing this for very selfish reasons. That aside, it's still for the better, the greater good of everybody. It's, it's, It's selfish reasons that happen to line up with noble reasons. Exactly. The noble reasons may not be why she's doing it, but... She would have done it anyway. Right. <laughs> if Yennefer wanted to, she would have done it anyway. But that's why I like Yennefer. This is just like Geralt. If he wants to do something, it's going to happen. If I've wanted to kill anyone in this game, they've died. <laughs> Except for random guards that apparently you can't. I do kill them. It's not my fault that the programmers basically made it so they get back up and walk away. From my perspective, you know they happens? are down and dead. I was about to say... But you know what it, What happens when someone falls down and gets back up? They weren't actually dead. Just saying. No, no, no. The gods brought them back to life. Oh. There is nothing I can do about that. I killed them and they were dead. Okay, I see. Thank you for clearing that up. Yes. So, basically, this druid super ticked off. Uh, and again, probably pretty understandable if this really did unleash an apocalyptic superstorm, which starting to seem like maybe it does because yeah it hasn't stopped raining it just it has not in yennefer's defense it was kind of raining a lot in skellige to begin with as expected for an island so that that might be something to do with it because the druid does kind of come back and say we have it under control and gerald and yennefer are like see no problems at all and he's like (laughs) Like, I want to murder you. Shut up, you dick! Yeah. That doesn't mean that it's going to be okay tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't believe this. I want to murder your face. <laughs> and so then Geralt uses it to kind of see what happens, and sure enough... Siri was here. Yeah, Siri shows up. There's this massive explosion. And then she leaves. <laughs> Real fast. Yeah. And I am talking to... What's what's funny is the druid kind of almost does a 180 because he immediately starts talking to Geralt and Yennefer is basically like, yeah, I did it, whatever, I don't really care. And he's like, fine, I'm going to talk to you and you alone then. What did you see, Geralt? And then Geralt kind of tells him that the Wild Hunt were here because he... That we find that body of the mm-hmm. Wild Hunt guy. Did you tell him about Ciri's elder blood? I did, yes. So did I. And he's like, oh... Suddenly it all makes sense. Well, that's super not good. And suddenly it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to be so mad about you using that mask. I mean, still kind of sucks, but I kind of get it now. It's like, kind of seems like we just kind of need to manage from here and let's just let bygones be bygones because if the Wild Hunt is after Siri and she can do what you're saying she can do, this is super not good. Yeah. Because he, like everyone else being a druid, is like, oh, I've never seen the Wild Hunt, but he's very aware of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people are like, oh, I thought they were just a myth, specifically like Kara. And it's like, no, no, no. No, they're real. <laughs> they're real. Oh, yeah. They're very real. Oh, did you run into the um, the dwarves who had a beehive? No. Okay, well, I'll remind me about that, and I'll get back to that in a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Only because there's wild hunt associated with it um did you wait a minute the meat the guys who do the meadery where the dog is with the wild hunt dog is trapped oh it wasn't necessarily a meadery they had they were also doing bees and stuff 
Well, meat, Maybe meat. I missed the meatery part, but they had a lot of bees, too. Meat is alcohol made of honey. Oh, well, yeah, then yeah. I just thought it was funny because it's like, <laughs> there's this wild hunt dog. Just randomly trapped in their barn. And allegedly, when the wild hunt showed up to attack Siri, this dog just kind of fell off and then got trapped yeah and then just started lashing out at everything and they're like we're cursed we're cursed because of this guy and it's like no 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 <laughs> no you just got a wild hunt dog and they're like oh well that's unfortunate <laughs> super not good but i guess we'll rebuild from here cool thanks Geralt. not much else we can do i will Holy use crap. i have also started haggling for more money <laughs> I never do, because I'm like, I've just got so much money anyway. It depends on if the person's a dick to me or not. That's fair. Um, if they're super nice, I just skip it. Mm. But if they come up and they're like, oh, good, mutant, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you gonna have to pay. <laughs> do I need the money? No. But am I going to take your money? Yes. Absolutely. It's less about me having it and more about you not having it. And if you just weren't a dick, you'd have more of it. But you were. So immediately, so basically the choice from here is the guy tells you about Hindersfall. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That probably, I, I have no idea. Hindersfall. And so you get the option to go right there or meet Yennefer there. And Geralt's like, yeah, we're going immediately. I did. Me personally. You actually don't end up teleporting because it's actually not that far away from where you're at. Yeah. And so I get there and I immediately start that quest. Mm hmm. This is one of the areas where I think we may have deviated slightly, but continue. Oh, well, that's very interesting then. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell me? Well, the reason I don't want to do I was having you go first. Uh, have you dealt with Muckvarg? I haven't dealt with him yet but i've met him okay i had already done that entire quest about muckvarg before this happened oh there's a whole extra conversation with yennefer where she's like how come you never mentioned that you dealt with this muckvarg guy he's like i didn't want to bring my work home <laughs> no i had not done any of that i'm not surprised that you did because you immediately do all side quests yeah but no i had not done that yet Okay, I'm just curious if that changes how this plays out at all. But maybe not, if you still haven't dealt with it. No. Because I, I figured still... you would have to deal with it before you could continue, since they bring him up. I mean, I met him and killed him, but I didn't follow up to, like, permanently kill him. I was about to say, I mean, you met him and you killed him, so basically you did nothing. Well, yeah, I met him and killed him. Because McVarg is, like, extremely super cursed. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. So before we get there, when we first arrive in this area, we find out about Hindersfall. Basically, this is a small town because this whole Skellige is basically just like Viking culture. They they're pillage. constantly yeah they're constantly going out and raiding the the mainland and making new clans and. So, yeah, most so of their far. industry basically seems to rely on them bringing stuff back from conquest. And so... So there's not a whole lot of people really living on the islands because most of them are off fighting. And in this Hindersfall area, there's apparently this abandoned section. But Siri was here. Yes. And 
people are upset, specifically this guy's sister, because he was helping her in some way. And because of that, when the Wild Hunt attacked, he basically went with her. And Well, originally, as it's framed, it's just a matter of he was a coward who ran away. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. So you find all that other stuff later. But yeah. They basically are under the impression that he's a coward, but they do say it's specifically her fault. Yes. And they also say, but like they, because he was declared a coward, they basically stripped him of all of his honor and he's not even allowed to have his name said out loud anymore. Yes. So they call him Craven now. Which, okay, if you're just going to give him a new name, what's even the point of taking his other name away? I mean, I guess the point being that his new name is a super insult because Craven is not exactly a thing you want to be called. Why? I mean, dudes call themselves Madman and Horson on the regular. I mean, I, I suppose in that sense you have a point. What is, I, I guess, is there a specific connotation for Craven that I'm not picking up? I, I mean, it's, uh... Just a hungry dude? No. He's a Craven? No, no, no. The no. hungry Cra- man? Craven in that sense, that's not what that means. Um, Give me a second. He's got the hungry man I don't, TV I don't dinners. wrong... He's Craven, some hungry man, XXL. Craven, contemptibly lacking in moral courage. Well, we already knew that. Right. He's, he so his name is literally now just the coward. <laughs> so, yeah, I get there and there's this werewolf creature that the ladies basically told me was a guy who was super duper bad, horrible, like worse than anyone we've ever come across yeah and he murdered the high priestess (laughs) who cursed him super ultimate he not only turned into a beast which here's the thing for me why do you have to turn him into a murderous beast he was already a murderous beast Uh, well i could tell you about that but if you haven't resolved it it's just a question of do you want to know or not why don't I get back with you on that next week? Okay. Um, because I'm assuming you still haven't done the Gwent tournament. Correct. So both of us have something to work on. Correct. <laughs> but yes, so that there's a lot going on with the Muckvarg situation. But so I guess the general curse, since we're there at the moment, is he is a murderous beast. He cannot eat or drink. But he's always starving. But yes, he is always starving. But... Whenever he eats anything, he it turns it turns to, to ash. Yes. And except, burns his throat. Except if he eats his own flesh, which won't turn to ash because he can't die and always being hungry. If he drink if he eats his own flesh, it basically turns to scalding hot tar that burns his throat on the way down. Because at one point a group of people knew that they couldn't kill him, so they tried to trap him in a house. Turns out that's a super bad idea, but he chewed off his own leg to get out to murder them, and that's when he found out about the whole, you know, eating his flesh thing being a super bad idea. Yes. And I did try to feed him, because at the time I didn't know... It's the easy answer for the... That's what even Geralt says is, well, let's try the easy way. It extremely does not work. <laughs> yes, but you get your meat back, which was nice. Yeah. Because I gave him 32 raw meat, and his corpse had 32 raw meat on it. Yeah. But I also got some of his meat. Kind of feel like being a bit of a dick. 
and going back and killing him again and then giving him his own meat. Just to... I mean, he is a bad dude. Oh, yeah. At no point does anyone try to suggest he is anything but. So that's basically where it ended for me, because I killed him and then I gave him meat. It didn't work, so I just killed him. Yes. And then he just disappeared and he'll come back at some point. Basically, every time you re-enter, he's back. So I found Craven and... Who was there to try to redeem his honor by defeating Muckvarg. That was the reason he came here. Yes. As you would guess... He failed. Yeah, it didn't go great. He didn't die to Muckvarg, but he bled out later. Yeah. And what's next, I will say, is a little unfortunate. Um, This is definitely kind of a a negative notch here on the uh, Yennefer. Uh, Just a little bit. Um, She necromances, bring this dude back to life. But turns out that takes a ton of energy. Well, Which, she mentions that part in advance, but there's some stuff she doesn't mention that comes up soon. She doesn't mention... That it basically that, kills the entire garden. Yes. Super unfortunate, but again... And again, this is a holy garden to the goddess Freya, so this is probably kind of a big deal. Probably, yes. But again, this is all in the interest of finding Siri In Yennefer's defense... Because you do get to play as Siri, and I'll get to that in a second. But in Yennefer's defense, when the priestesses show up and are understandably super mad, she immediately goes, Geralt had nothing to do with this. This was all me. Yes. And Geralt's standing there kind of like, um, You don't have to do that. (laughs) And she says, Geralt had nothing to do with this. And she's like, of course. I I would have never suspected him. Obviously, it was this foul sorceress you're the worst we hate you and i was like cool thanks so again now i'm super conflicted because again yennefer is that's horrible like come on man once again even in the universe everybody hates yennefer but from Geralt's standpoint she's like i'm not gonna let this affect you and immediately takes the fall for it because she's like i didn't tell him what was going to happen specifically. She even said, cause I asked her, I'm like, why didn't you tell me that beforehand? And, and her like, answer you is, to stop me. she, yeah, her answer is you would have never let me done it in the first place. And we had to know. And so, yeah, probably, I don't know what sort of repercussions it's going to have. Um, I'm sure Freya can get another garden. Cause she's basically like, I don't believe in any of this anyway, but the whole garden also had a massive amount of magical energy. So like, how can you not? Yeah. Yeah, because that was what she needed. She, uh, massive quantities of magical energy, and she just sucks it all out of the garden, which is why it all dies. But we don't know that the garden might not, you know, plant a few trees. That garden might come back. It's true. Hey, maybe sucking out all that magic helped Markvarg. Who knows? Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Planting a bunch of trees. We'll come out here. We'll do Arbor Day. Um, we'll plant all these trees. Everyone will have a good time. And we'll just bring it back. You know, I get it. Pretty big negative for Jennifer. But at the end of the day, honestly, not such a big negative. It can't be overcome. She's doing it for Siri. (laughs) I can't be super mad about it. And I obviously can't change it now. We all know that basically all of the sorceresses were mega super bad people to begin with. Geralt's not super great either. 
no one in this universe is great. Yes, That's not an excuse. I'm not making excuses. Siri, Siri, Siri seems pretty great. Yes, I'm 100. Like I totally get it. I'm literally not trying to make an excuse just because I like Jennifer. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to look at it through road-colored glasses a little bit. <laughs> Fair enough. I do have to admit, nothing Tris did is as bad as this. So sorry, Tris. You may be a torturer. But, but importantly, we do get some pretty valuable information about Siri and her passing through from the corpse. So I guess, is this where it deviated or? Well, no, I think the deviation was just going to be like, when I brought that up, I thought you were going to have to deal with the Muckvarg situation. And I was curious. That's where I thought things were going to go differently. Oh, okay. No, I have not dealt with Muckvarg yet. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, no, I imagine it's gone pretty much the same at this point, other than just that I had already done it and there was an extra conversation about it. Although now I've, you've piqued my interest because I don't know how much differently it can go. Well, I mean, at this point, I don't think it probably can. Like, I think the only part that would have been different was that conversation that they had about him. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, I'm definitely going to come back, lift the curse and then perma kill him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm not going to heal this dude and then be like, oh, yeah, here you go. It, it is it is pretty funny um, when you do do it and not to, you know, I, I won't spend too much time on it because I know you're going to go do it. But when you, when you do cure him, he's immediately like, all right, I could go right back and I'm going to go get me some, some, you know, hookers and alcohol and stuff. And girls will be like, N- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get me some hookers and booze. You know what? Screw the booze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, Bender. Yeah. And, and the girl's immediately like, well, hold on. What? <laughs> Listen here, buddy. You gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you understood. I will consider giving you a last meal, but you're gonna die, buddy. I, but I thought that moment was really funny because he's just instantly like, yeah, I'm gonna go back and do all that bad stuff again. And girl's like, wait, wait, wait slow down, buddy. <laughs> You understood that you couldn't stop me when you were a beast. Right. Um, Now you're just a dude. (laughs) Presumably, if he's no longer in beast mode, buddy, you are literally not going to stop me now. Yeah. (laughs) And everything I've heard, you're going to get a sharp point multiple times. Yeah, because you seem like a pretty terrible dude. And I've killed for... Less. Way less. <laughs> significantly less. Yes. But. <laughs> if any of that was worth killing for, this definitely is. Someone like tripped in front of me once and he had to die. <laughs> so like, dude. How do you think it's going to go for you? Like I got beaten in Gwent one day and he's no longer among the living. Yeah. And then I decided I had to throw down because I was so angry. Somebody sneezed in my presence. It was an insult. I couldn't let it stand. <clears throat> Somebody flicked a paper mache thing at Yennefer and I had to kill him. <laughs> or wait, papier mache, I think is the correct term. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second, but yes, I think you're right. So the corpse, to go back on to the main topic, tells you the story of Ciri's arrival. Well, Immediately after the cataclysm. Yeah, and he takes forever. I'm really glad it goes into a flashback because I'm like, dude, I cannot sit here and listen to you say 30,000 S's and 25 R's. Like, I just do not have time for this. Yeah. Also, apparently super painful for him. 
again. Sorry, Yikes. but... So it was basically Trace's torture plus murdering all of the plants. <laughs> yeah. And turns out that guy was like, Super infatuated with Siri, so... Had, like, a major crush. But, yeah, so you find out... Sorry, man. <laughs> you spend a little bit of time with Siri recovering from, basically, her injury sustained that during the whole event of the cataclysm. So here's the thing. At this point, I was actually thinking, at the beginning of all these videos, I thought that the cataclysm was right before she went to Valen. I think so. Stuff happens at the end of this whole story that makes me think to the contrary, though. Okay. So, I guess continue with the story, but at the beginning, I was thinking that this was right yeah, before because, Velen. Especially since when she went to Velen, she was wounded and needed help, and that's what's happening here. Um, anyway, so she gets nursed back to health at Velen from the... Or not at Velen, <laughs> at uh, Yallersford from... That the sister that you mentioned earlier, uh, and then the wild hunt catches. Well, now before that, you get to do a a sauna for a little bit and go for a swim and just general relax time. Question. Yeah. Did you put the towel on for Siri? I did. Good man. I'm like, I am not going to sit here and be the guy who's ogling his virtual daughter. Are you kidding me? Good man. You know, and to which they're immediately like, you prude. Yeah. Why would you do that? And she's like, shut, shut up. I was cold. <laughs> it's 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 just so funny because she, she reminds me of like the typical daughter response of shut up, you. I was cold. Leave me alone. I'm not a prude. I, I've done things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Siri, yeah. you're my little peach. Yeah, I love you. And um, so then the daughter, who's really excited, is basically like, uh, by the way, my brother super likes you. Then you get to pick three options. Well, in honor of the books, she preferred women. I I said the same thing. I This is this is the truth. I, to be honest, I didn't like the, the cut of that dude's jib anyway. Yeah. So even if I hadn't been aware of her orientation in the books, that would have been my answer because... I wouldn't want to say your brother's ugly and dumb, <laughs> but... I like girls is the easy way to put them down. Exactly. Especially because I'm pretty sure one of the options was your brother stinks. The other option is he's okay. Yeah. And or, I'm like... I like women. And I'm like, okay, well, I like girls because I don't want to be mean. And then immediately both of them were like, oh, yeah, okay. And the, the mom uh, says something, or grandmother is basically like, I guess it's true things are a little different on the continent. I'm like, oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are a lot different on the continent. Um, wasn't expecting some of the sights I saw in there. Yeah. Uh, again, they call her a prude for wearing a towel, and there's a fair number of women in this bathhouse section. But once you get through uh, going for your swim and warming yourself up with the alcohol... Uh, Which doesn't actually work, by the way. That's a complete myth. Correct. Yes. In real life, it is the exact opposite, actually. But so you go and the brother or the guy who has a crush on her, the horses are ready and he's ready to take her. And then the wild hunt shows up. And there actually is an option. He says, well, what what happened? What would you guys talk about? And, she, and I picked the option of, well, your sister told me that you liked me. Yep. 
And he goes, oh, cool. Well, that sucks. But what do you think? And I was like, let's go. Uh, no, I, I, I did the other one. And she just gives him a little like peck on the cheek. Oh, I didn't. I was just like, yeah, no, dude. And then he gets like all awkward and stammers. And she's like, that was your first one, wasn't it? No, no of course. It- okay. Yeah. He didn't even deserve that. This dude's a coward. Remember? So, Only because he helped Siri. So the Wild Hunt shows up, and then you get into an unwinnable fight that just keeps going until you take enough damage. Yes, and then it allows you to get on the horse. And then it'll be like, you run away. <laughs> Go. So then you have to run out of town on the horse and follow him as he tries to get you to safety. Which I almost died. Me too. Because those... random dogs while you're riding take off a ton of health and there was no way to dodge yeah it was literally like if you were on the right side and they were on the right side there's no amount of you going to the left that you're gonna get away from them yeah i got hit i think out of the i want to say i'm pretty sure i got hit by every single dog on the way i think there were i think there were like six or seven dogs and i want to say that i got hit by at least six, maybe all of them. I don't remember. But so once you get there, that section is over because Siri gets on a boat with her elf stranger. But here's the thing. Did you watch to the end of that video? Yeah. He knocks her out. Yep. In the boat and then just keeps going. Yep. That makes me think that a, he's super bad, and B, that's why I think Velen was not after this. Because the whole time in Velen, he was trying to find her. That's in, true. In Velen, um, because that's what the whole Karametz thing, he was trying to find her. So I think he caught up to her at the Cataclysm, and she thought he was a good dude. And because he just like straight up knocks her out with some magic and leaves. In the boat with her. Unless the only, like, possible good explanation for that, which obviously we have no, nothing as far as that goes, is if it's like, you know, well, she's, you know, asleep, it's harder for them to follow her or whatever. It's maybe, but it's definitely implied that there was some sort of an argument. But it's real shady. Yeah. Because she was, like, standing and he goes, boom, knock out, and she's down. And then things suddenly get tied back together because... Uh, something I don't even think we ever mentioned previously. Oh, yeah, the creature thing. Yeah, so... Uma. So uh, way back in Velen, when you're working with the Baron, there's a bit where he reveals that that he has some creature, like, that's something that even Geralt doesn't know what it is. He doesn't recognize it at all. That he won in a Gwent game uh-huh. from someone in Skellige and I, I mean it's one of those moments that's kind of humanizing for the Baron because he's ta- he's like clearly taking a shining to and trying to t- legitimately trying to take care of this creature but all of a sudden so this thing shows up in Skellige and Geralt along with you know most of the people playing the game quickly come to the realization that this thing had somehow has some connection to Siri in some way yeah so that's the next part of the main plot is go find this thing and get it somehow. Which I have not done yet. Neither have I, but I will say, if that's truly the end of the Skellige quest chain, that was really fast. Yeah. Compared to Velen and Novigrad, like, there was not very much going on here in 
for the main plot. And so I'm confused because it's it almost seems like the side quests in here were more engaging than the actual plot was. I would definitely agree with that, especially the side quest chain involving selecting the new ruler. Yes, which we can talk about in a minute. Yes. So with Siri, so there's a couple of things I want to quickly unpack. The fact that Uma would be, the thing is, Yennefer specifically mentions that she goes to Velen. Yes. And that this other thing goes to Velen, the elf creature, but it's in a different location. Their portal did not show up in the same place. But when you leave Yeldsfard, they're both in a boat and he knocks her out. Yes. So that's very confusing to me. So on one standpoint, I thought that this is basically where Siri showed up. Yeah, because that was my thought, too, that the that Cataclysm really seemed like it was basically her arrival. But from what I understand, the Cataclysm was after her arrival. Yes, but I meant, like, I guess all, like, that, that event was basically the beginning of the timeline for her. Because it sounds like she showed up back in this world. Yeah. And then her elf partner was like, you got to go to this place. Right. And when she's on her way to that place, then a drowned rock, drowned dead rock. Why they would call it Drowned Dead Rock, I don't know, but whatever. Because it was a landmark that everybody knew about. Mm. I, I, I don't understand why you couldn't just say Drowned Rock, because I kind of feel like, you know, the rock is already dead. But even if the rock drowned, then it would definitely be dead. So you don't... It's just an unnecessary... Well, drowned Dead is a monster, so... Oh. I, I think you're parsing it as... Drowned dead rock, whereas I think it's supposed to be drowned dead rock. A rock. What is a drowned dead? They're the higher level versions of drowners. Oh, got it. So they show up sometimes, like if you get a a group of drowners, you get like one or two drowned dead in it, especially at this point. Okay. And maybe I just haven't noticed that because I just, I kill so fast. Yeah. But so... Now I kind of don't really know what to think because I kind of think that maybe this is where she initially showed up, but now I'm starting to think that maybe she just teleported away in... I Now I really don't know where to think this is in the timeline. Right, and I will definitely say I thought the same thing in terms of this being where she started, and I still kind of lean towards that, if only because I don't really have enough information to make another decision, but... I was right there with you. I got the same impression. I just don't understand how they would have been separated. Yeah. Unless he... Unless she tried to get away from him. Yes. But then why would she actively, like, seek him out? But was she? It was definitely implied that she was, but maybe she wasn't. I mean, like, after she escapes, was she doing that? I don't know. Maybe not, because she was immediately just trying to lift the curse from her. Right. But anyway, but the cur- no, you know what? You're right. This was first because this was the curse that was cast on her. That was the cataclysm. That was the massive explosion. That's when they think that she was cursed, mm-hmm. which probably triggered the explosion because of like how ridiculously magical she already is. Yes, because apparently when you are going back through time. Yennefer specifically tells Geralt to stand back because it was so powerful that even looking through it, like... Yeah, even the after effect would cause damage. And it's like, wow, okay. I mean, I know that this already destroyed, like, 
a sizable section. But like, that's mega power. Yes. We're talking like a nuke has gone off on Skellige. And Siri did it basically entirely accidentally because someone was aggressive to her. Yeah. So, which, yikes. <laughs> I really, I don't have enough information, but I don't know what to think about. Yeah. I'm still leaning towards the, the beginning, like I was saying, until I hear... No, I because of the curse, I'm pretty sure that that is the very beginning. Because I think that's the thing that she's trying to deal with in Novigrad, is the way to, that thing to fix the curse. Yes, that's what the philanthro thing yeah, is. Yeah, phylactery, yes. But what I'm saying is I don't know what to think about this elf dude. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't know either. That's a, that's a good point. But it definitely suggests that he's a little off, at least based off of what I've seen. But I guess to get on a happier note, let's talk about the kids. I went to go help the kids. I went to help Siri first. Well, Sar- Saris first. The, the daughter. Because super rooting for her to be queen. Yeah, I did the same thing. I helped her first. How did you solve the quest? I let her do it. The the trick? Yes. I, I, I trusted her and did her plan. So her quest that she's trying to go on is she's convinced that there's something wrong with one of the Jarls who uh, the popular belief is he can talk to the gods. Um, but if this is true, they keep telling him basically to like do horrible things and mutilate himself. So she's immediately skeptical of this and thinks there's something else going on. And so you, Geralt winds up helping her try to lift whatever curse has been afflicting him. Turns out he's possessed by a demon. A, um, Arn? Arn? Something. But basically, it's a guilt demon that... It attaches to you when you do something terrible. Essentially, what happened was there was this sword that was passed down in their family. And it's supposed to go to the firstborn son. He was the firstborn son, but their father gave it to his, his brother, brother Aki. Yeah. And then he did something that's unheard of, which is openly questioning his father's judgment in public. And that got him punished. And because he was like, that should be mine. Why are you giving it to him? He was punished by essentially being left like tied out to sea for like three days. Yeah. Like, he was punished. And then he went fishing with his brother. And surprise, surprise, there's an accident. Yeah, uh, and given this manifestation of uh, massive guilt that has attached itself to him, it's probably not an accidental accident. Yeah, they ran into a storm, which apparently is very convenient for him because his brother just doesn't make it back. So, at first... Uh, the daughter is convinced that it's actually he's actually being haunted by his brother and they need to give the sword back for him to leave him alone. So Geralt tries that. It doesn't work. You go back and he does even more mutilation and self-harm to himself. And so they're clearly very worried because at this point he basically he, he destroyed his own eye. Yeah, they think at any moment that basically the thing's going to say you have to take your own life. Right. At this point, they realize it's this demon, and Geralt successfully recognizes that this is how they work. They attach to someone and then basically demand more and more and more and more until they eventually die. Mm -hmm. 
And so Geralt proposes either killing it or tricking it, and tricking it would involve making it think someone else has done something terrible, but it not actually being true, and that that will basically force it to leave. And the other way is the Witcher's way, where you convince him that he has to stay in the house all night and get the spirit to or get the demon to manifest so you can kill it. Exactly. Which because of the painful memories and everything like that, Geralt essentially says he's probably not going to survive. Yes, and and so you talk and Ceres is very heavily leaning towards the trickery. So I agree and go along with it figuring if this doesn't work, we can always kill it later. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I did. But it does wind up working. Well, you have to explain why it works. I know, I was gonna... I You killed a baby! Well, okay, so she asks if you trust her, and you get to choose whether or not you do, and I decide, yes, okay, because at this point, you know, I'm pretty ride or die for her. Yes, I trust her at this point. And she... So, this plan involves her being chased by the Jarl and his guards, thinking that she has kidnapped his child... Who's named Aki. Yes. And then she hands it to Geralt and tells him to throw it in an o- in the oven behind him. And by the way, this isn't just like a doll. This baby's crying and everything. It extremely looks like a real baby. And I'm like, well, I've already been to jail once. Whatever. YOLO. I trust you. Yep. <laughs> and so then the demon, as was the plan, transfers itself to Geralt because of this horrendous act he just committed of genociding a child. Yes. Except he didn't actually. And immediately once the Jarl is like slamming on the thing going, why have you done this? Why have you done this? His trusted advisor comes out with, with the, the act- actual yeah. baby. So I'm very curious what she did to this other thing and like what it was, but it wasn't a baby. My guess is that because this guy was a herbalist or whatever, it seemed like he had some magical type yeah. stuff. He probably just made some illusionary thing. Yeah. Yes, that's the most logical answer. Um, but so this plan works and you get to free the Jarl and basically tell him to, you know, get some rest and he'll be fine. And honestly, that quest feels like it came out about as well as it possibly can. That's exactly what happened for me. And exactly, yeah. I feel like that came out really well. And at this point, I'm thinking, oh, sweet. Things are going to go great for her. She's saved a Jarl's life. Like, yeah. I would make her queen at this point. I, I mean, I would have made her queen even before these stupid trials. But well, yes, because all the other dudes are just like, we want to murder, we want to kill, and she's very sensible. Yes. Speaking of uh, wanting to murder and kill, we should probably talk about her brother. Yes. Whose quest is to go slay an ice giant. It goes real bad real fast. <laughs> That's the understatement of the century. So uh, apparently their ship or ships crash on this island that they're going to hunt for where everything has been abandoned because of the giant. A giant which apparently controls the sirens. Yes, who's like feeding them in some way. Somehow that equates to controlling them. Yes. Uh, Then Geralt meets the old Jarl in a wrecked out hull of a ship who has gone completely mad. Yes. And is essentially completely useless in every way other than just Wow, this guy's very crazy. He's like, someday we'll sail back. Admittedly, apparently it was a noble cause. 
at least from the Giants' perspective, sort of. Because apparently the reason why he was doing this is because he wanted to sail to Skellige to stop Ragnarok. Yes. This giant. And I was like, okay, I guess that's a noble cause, but... Um, Not sure how what you're doing is doing that, but... Yeah, because you just murdered... Admittedly, if I'm Geralt, if anyone comes up and starts attacking me, I'm going to murder them. And I also feel like I have a just cause. So I guess I can't completely be like this ice giant's a, a jerk. Because on the one hand, I'm like, put the shoe on the other foot. And that's exactly what I'm doing as Geralt. Very murdering true. a bunch of people for my common good. Yes. So just so happens that mine tends <laughs> to align with everybody else's. <laughs> also true. So... You find several paths out of his base camp and manage to reunite with at least one person who sticks with you. Did you save the, that guy? The archer? No. Oh, yeah. You, there's an archer you can save. Uh. So where's he at? In the troll cave. Archer? That guy had a sword. Are you talking about Velka? Velja? The loon? No. I saved him separately. What order did you do things? Because I'm wondering if that changes how it goes. I contacted Hjalmar basically immediately after talking to this dude, Orkos. I never ended up going to the camp. Oh. Yeah, so from the camp, there's a bunch of paths of different things, and it makes it clear that they were ambushed. And uh, you can follow some of them. Most of them lead to dead ends. Like, oh, here's a boat that they were going to try to probably take to get out of here or something. But... When you go up, there's a path where two people got in a fight with something, and one of them bleeds out, and the other one gets carried into the cave. Okay. The one that's in the cave is in a cooking pot by the trolls, who obviously are going to eat him, and as Geralt, you can either choose to fight them or challenge them to a riddle contest, because they said they won the human by winning a riddle contest and proving they were the smartest trolls. (sighs) Um... So I'm gonna see if I can go back and save that guy. So I riddle contested them, and Geralt wins, and they get very mad. But they do hold up their end of the bargain and let you have your, the human because you beat them at riddles. So that's the loon. No, the loon's a completely separate person who I also saved. Well, I saved him too. So but get, he's in the ice giant cave. Interesting. So that changes. So that yeah, the guy I saved was like an archer. I never found an archer. So then this archer guy follows you around and just has a health bar and he just follows you at this point. Um, That's the only person I saved before I found the son who is still determined to kill this ice giant, even though literally like his entire team, the entire shipload of soldiers he brought has died at this point. Yes. Other than this one archer in the loon that I saved much later. So you, you go with him through to the Ice Giant's Lair, and that's actually where I found the loon. He was in a cage in the Ice Giant's Lair. Yes, that's what I was saying. He was in there. Right. And you get the option to, basically, but- what's-his-face, Humor tells you, don't save him, he's an idiot. We'll save him after. I Let's definitely kill saved this guy first. So did I, which is a super good move, considering halfway through the fight when the ice giant takes his weapon, uh-huh. it would have immediately killed that guy because his weapon was sitting underneath the cage. Yes. But that guy immediately goes off and tries to start a fight with the giant. Well, yeah. Uh, and then the archer, since I still had him, actually snipes him during the fight. 
Wish I had gotten this archer. Really hope I can go back and save this archer. I'm hoping it's just one of those now side quest things that you might be able to find. Um, so I, I killed him and the three of them all survived. And so now he's the giant slayer and... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, that's not true. Geralt's the giant slayer. Is that the option you chose? I did. So did I, because I'm like, no, no, no. I have a hidden agenda here. Yes. I do not want it to be you. I am not going to give you the credit for this. Yes. Well, because he offers, he goes, we'll make sure they sing songs about you. And you can be like, no, you can take the credit or yes, that sounds good. And I'm immediately like, yeah, sing the songs about Geralt. I like that. Because <laughs> then he goes, sounds a lot better than the Butcher of Blaviken. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Geralt the Giant Slayer. That sounds good. So that's two of the uh, children done. Um, here's the thing. I never saved Lagos's child. Oh. And I continued with the King quest because I didn't realize. So we had talked outside of this and we had determined that we needed to do the kids quest. And I was like, got it. I'll do the kids quest. I do those two. I'm like, sweet. It's time for the coronation. Let's go. Did not realize that this Lagos was a part of this. And you'll find out immediately why that's a big deal. Yeah. So you go to the coronation, you go back to the dude's house, and everyone's having a great time. You can beat up on some guys. This is the beginning, like, this is the party that they're having where they're going to basically vote on who the new king is going to be. So you get there, there's a massive party. You get down to the bottom because basically they're like, okay, you got to give your money now. Did you win the sword from uh, Gilmer? That doesn't ring a bell, so I'm guessing no. Um, If you walk over and you talk to Gilmer during the party, he gets punched in the face. And then Geralt's like, wouldn't it happen to me? And the dude's like, um, these dudes fight for a living. Bro, you're going to get your butt handed to you. And I'm like, okay. Put up or shut up. And he goes, fine, I'll give you my sword. But if you lose, you give me yours. So I fought him. He was like a level 30. Mind you, at this point, I'm level 20 something. Yeah. Destroyed him still. I wouldn't say that. That's mostly a lie. <laughs> I hit him a bunch. And he it eventually was a went rough down. fight. He eventually went down, but not before killing me. And you had to use your adrenaline point. And I had to use my adrenaline, which even if you have full adrenaline, it takes it all away. And then I was like, oh, no, this sucks. (laughs) But I did get him. And I ended up getting that guy's sword. Nice. And it specifically says, Kilmer's sword. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. So then something happens. No, not yet. Oh, okay. When you go down to the bottom. Yes. The... One of the Jarls, which happens to be the Lady Jarl, which was the previous wife of the old king. Is leaving. Super mad about this whole voting thing. And And basically thinks that her kid should just be king now. Because of the old king. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care about the laws. He should be king. You guys suck. All you do is give all your money away. And of course, that's why people like you. So basically, you're buying votes. And it's like, well, lady, this is politics. I don't really know what to tell you. Like, that's how it works. But so she storms off in a huff, and you go and meet with the Jarl and have a quick conversation where you talk about, hey, I helped both your kids, and then you can ask him his opinion on, on who's going to be the king, but he won't 
really make a commitment. Basically, you have the option to talk shit about both of his kids, mostly just Hilmer, and then you have the option to be like, yeah, you're not going to be okay? Like, will you be okay if she becomes queen? And he's like, yeah, totally. She's my kid, of course. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, you know, Helmer kind of sucks. He goes, hey, um, okay, Geralt, that's my son, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he does in some aspects, but in other aspects, he's really intelligent and everything. And I'm like, okay, fine. Probably pushing my luck a little bit here, so never mind. <laughs> An immediate attack. Yeah. So you go back upstairs because they're screaming and there are bears and you got to fight the bears, but they kill almost everybody in the hall. There are only three kids left. The two kids from Crate and the the son of the Lady Yarrow. So here's the problem that I'm running into. Never did the Lagos quest. Lagos's kid is now definitely dead. Yes, he is definitely one of the casualties in this event. My quest did not fail out. It is still in my list of things to do interesting i'm very confused that is very interesting i'm curious now so my expectations for a bug my expectations for next week are definitely to go do that but if you yeah yeah real confused about that because realistically i never helped him i should definitely be in jail then (laughs) especially now that his kid is dead carol what the hell so then you're basically tasked with trying to figure this out. Yeah, to restore the honor of the family because everyone's suspicious of them. So, who did you help? I mean, I, I know the answer, but... Of course I helped Ceres. Yes, same here. So I have to assume she became king for you. Yes. Queen. Yes. She did for me, too. I'm very happy about that. Uh, so, you, you you take... You go with her, and she's like, we know we need to track this down and get the evidence, and you know, logically figure this out. And her brothers and me just like, we're just going to go bang some heads together until we're just going to go kill some people. And I'm like, bro, so I mean, like, obviously I agree with her more because like, that's, this is not a situation where you just run around and kill people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is exactly not what Geralt would even do. Yeah. Like even as a witcher whose primary job is to kill people wouldn't just immediately jump to let's just murder random people until we get the right one. So you do some investigation and you find out that the mead has Basically there are these race of berserker people. Yeah. And uh, that there was mead spiked with blood and and these special type of mushrooms which make the berserkers turn into bears. Bears. And that's what happened. That's how they got in, because nobody could figure out what had happened. Turns out it was the Jarl's servant. Anthony. Yeah. Who immediately tries to escape. You hunt him down. And then he informs you, completely unsurprisingly, that it was the Lady Jarl that told him to do it. Yeah, because, wow, if it wasn't the Oncrates, and there's only three contenders left... I can't imagine who it would have been. Yeah. So you get him to confess, and then you call the Jarls together to try to show your evidence that you've collected, and they don't want to hear it, and they don't believe you. But the Lady Jarl's son, who, you know, the son of the king, speaks up and... Well, first they don't want to believe her. Right. And then they don't believe Geralt. And because the I had the option, because there are two options where you could have said, I'm sorry, or you're making a big mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I specifically at a certain point was like, no, 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 I want to speak up and say that, like, no, I believe her, too, because I was there. And I said, you're making a big mistake. Yeah, same here. And then that's where they said, yeah, we don't believe either of you. We don't believe her because obviously she has a skin in this game and this is her family. And we don't believe you because you're an outsider. And then you're right. Her son immediately is like, why did you tell me to leave right before the yeah. feast? So he basically sacrifices his family name for the sake of his own personal honor by turning her in. Exactly. Except, did you talk to Crate? Yep. He's apparently going to be, like, excommunicated or killed. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's a big, uh, big kind of punishment for the guy who literally saved your family. He put everything on the line to be like, this is not right, Mom, what the heck are you doing? I kind of feel like... And that's how he got repaid, yeah. Stripping him of Jarl, got it. I understand. Excommunicating him or killing him seems like kind of a lot. I completely agree. Because it's not like he had any part in it at all. His mom was like, oh, I did this for you. It was all of it was for you. I did this on my own. And then he is appropriately disgusted. Yes. I half expected her to just jump off the ledge. Yeah. Because they mentioned like they were going to, you know, deal out her punishment in a pretty brutal way. And as seems to be typical for Skellige. Yes. I almost thought that she was just because she was standing right next to the ledge. I really thought she was just going to jump. Like, yeah, like walk backwards or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then immediately after that, it's they go ahead and have their vote and it's coronation time. Mm-hmm. And yes, in my game, Ceres became the queen, which as, I was very happy about because as she did in mine. Of the people, she definitely seemed like she deserved it the most. I mean, at that point, there's really literally only two candidates. It's one of the two children. Yes. But she seemed much better at what I thought were the necessary requirements of leadership. Exactly. Specifically, like... just run around and kill random people. Having solutions that don't involve just murdering innocents. (laughs) (laughs) I also remember, because she reinforces it, but also um, their father mentions when you're talking to him about the kids and who he wants to be king that she's much more level-headed than her brother and she does go on to mention that she wasn't going to pick a fight with Nilfgaard but she was going to try to make sure that they that all the Jarls were ready if they showed up she wants to unite all the clans and he said specifically that she thinks and she does a ton of research And when she comes to a conclusion, nothing in the world will stop her. Yeah. And her goal is to unite the clans in the event that Nilfgaard attacks. Yeah. So it feels like the Kingdom of Skellige is in capable hands, which given what we know about the Witcher probably means she's secretly going to turn out to be like some kind of super tyrant. (laughs) But I really hope not. Did you talk to everybody at the party? As many as I could. Yeah. Did you talk to the Druid? The one who has another quest for you? Oh, wait. different druid. Okay. Different and druid. Because I immediately on, yeah. did that quest too, and then it turns out to be a huge prank. But you get a Gwent card from him. <laughs> yeah. No, you talk to the other druid, the, the head druid guy, Ernie. On yeah, I knew who you. I realized who you meant after you. Turns out you can play Gwent with him. Yep. And I won. He's uh, actually the beginning of the Skellige. He is. Yeah. Because then he immediately goes, hey, well, you could go take on Crate. And I'm like, sweet. I immediately ran up. And that's where I saved right before we were ready to record. Because I'm like, (laughs) I'm about to beat you in Gwent. 
Yeah, he, yeah, Ernion or Ermion or whatever his name is. Yeah, it's the beginning of the rare cards quest. All right, so what would you say are your expectations going forward then? My expectations are I'm going to try to figure out what's going on with this kid quest because realistically, his kid should be dead. Yeah. I shouldn't be able to do it anymore, and I should have some sort of repercussion for letting for not doing it. For not doing it and then going to the coronation. Yeah. Apparently he made it to the coronation, so that's cool. So which means he must have finished his quest on his own. Yeah, like, what a great guy, you know? His quest was interesting, too. Well, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, we won't talk, uh, if, if you can't, which I would expect you shouldn't be able to, we can talk about it next week. But there was something else that I needed to do. Both of us had some homework. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta kill Muckvarg. I gotta kill Muckvarg. Yeah, you gotta deal with the Muckvarg situation. And then you needed to... Do the Gwent tournament. Do the Gwent tournament. Yeah. Yep, I will... Although Muckvarg, I guess I don't really have to kill him now because we know what happens. You know, we'd lift the curse and then murder him. Yeah, but there's some interesting stuff that's going on with that curse. Okay. I mean, I would say it's there's enough of interest there to... Because one of the things you said earlier is directly answered by the quest about why would you turn him into a beast and stuff. But 100%, I am going to do last wish because yeah, which we didn't mention that, but that quest opens up after you finish that flashback where, um, Jennifer destroys the garden to bring the corpse back. She has another favor of, she wants to ask Geralt and that it's very important. And that is her quest of like, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into details, but there's stuff I know about this quest that makes me infinitely love Yennefer more. Okay. But yes, I will make sure to get that so- done so we can ha- we can have a discussion about that. Because that is like immediately after I finish the, my, my other homework, immediately <laughs> Yennefer content. Well, I mean, I'm impressed that you can even finish your other homework and not just jump instantly to Yennefer content. Well, nobody said that I wasn't going to do that, but I'm at least do everything on the list. Fair enough. That's just, you know, I'm, I, well, first I'm going to play Crate in Gwent with my Yennefer Fair. card after I throw out the Triss card. <laughs> this is garbage. No one needs it. <laughs> Anything else? No, I'm good. Yeah, so I also am expecting to do the last wish quest and i will do the gwent tournament as we discussed so that we can have that to talk about for next week i also need to play crate and cards so i should do that <laughs> apparently you need to also play the old pals so you can go get the yes girl. i need to figure out what that's about so i probably need to go back to like dandelion's uh thing to get that started because you you play roach and you play maybe dandelion or zoltan i can't remember which one no 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 you play Dijkstra. Yeah. You play Roach, oh, and then you play Ram- Lambert. I thought I did that one. Did you play Roach? Yeah, I think I remember playing Roach. Well, Lambert was one of the very next ones. Oh, well, maybe I didn't do it then. I don't know. Well, old pals might be different because they also might be. I don't remember exactly, but what I'll do is I'll 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 find out. We'll find and it. Then I'll yeah. And show I'll, you. I'll I'll make it happen. Um, so it sounds like it's going to be a very Gwent heavy week for me. Other than that, if I have the time, I'm hoping to go and get that creature from Velen. I don't know if I'm going to do that yet because I still have a ton of side quest stuff. Yeah, that's fair. There's a lot of side quest. Despite the fact that the the main story in Skellige was very short, there is a lot of good side quest content going on there. So 
it sounds like uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Video Games C2C. That's with the number two, where we post about whatever video games topics we want to talk about and also reminders when our new episodes come out. You can also email us at videogamescover to cover at gmail.com or you can come to our Discord that we have also on Twitter. We have a, a small but but fun group of people who, who you know hang out on the Discord and we have a good time and we talk about video games like you would expect. You should join us. <laughs> yeah, we would love to hear from all of you. And if you like the content you do and you like what we're doing here, it would really help us out if you would take a, just a couple moments of your time and leave us a review and uh, leave us some sort of a comment or something on your platform of choice. And with that, I love Yennefer. Yennefer.